This is the Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3, getting you ready for today's sports day. You know, three of the first four games have been at home, so you know at some point in time you're going to have to venture out outside the 806, so that'll be... That'll start this week. While having a little fun along the way. Always good if you can blame it on somebody else, right? Yeah, sure. Especially some media guy. Sure. Right, some media guy. Catch the show live weekday mornings from 6 to 9 on Lubbock Sports Station, Double T 97.3. Nice to have you with us this morning as uh, we talk sports and uh, life and stuff like that. If you have anything spectacular that's uh, getting ready to happen, you can uh, share it with us on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. I mean, you might be anticipating something spectacular this weekend. You know, family event or kid event or own personal triumph that you're expecting or that maybe you've accomplished this week. You want to give us a humble brag? I'm all, I'm all for it. Because, you, you know, if you don't, you don't kind of tell us the story, we won't know. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, I like, I like, I'm, I'm curious. I'm a curious guy, Jamie. I'm, I'm curious about. You know things that you know happen for people and and why they happen and how they happen and stuff like that. So I'm always I'm always up for it. So okay. feel feel free to share and overshare uh, this morning on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Go to the Double T ninety seven three mobile app. It's presented by Happy State Bank. You want to start the proceedings for no, us? No, I don't. I don't have any. I don't have any. Um, that, I'm I'm surprised by that. I don't think I have anything big, <clears throat> big braggadocious to. Uh, to share with you this morning jeff no no <laughs> come on man i'm just me just just me you and the dog you and the yeah. dog yeah did you hear our um question on take versus take yesterday if you could spend one day in the life of one of the double t 97 100.7 the score staff members one day in their life who yeah. would it be nobody picked me i well, did they- they did. I picked Jeff. Yeah. Why on God's green earth would you do that? That was a good answer, actually. You come to work, you leave, and you you have your responsibilities only to your dog. You eat when you want, what you want, and you go hang out with your dog. Watch whatever you want. I mean, you're it's pretty laid back, casual, you know, life after that, after work. Somebody did mention that you play a lot of video games. Sure. Which I would, I would You'd not want. You'd just be playing a lot of tennis with your dog. Yeah, I get, or just Tetris. I'd play Tetris. <laughs> you play fetch with your dog, like go hit a tennis ball out in the park and have the dog go run after it? I think if I was a single dude with a dog, I'd probably spend a lot of time at the dog park, I bet. Okay. Uh, yeah. Jeff said he was going to spend some time at the dog park this weekend to me. Every yeah. Sunday morning. Every yeah. Sunday morning, yeah. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I picked Jeff. Hmm. Yeah, I picked Jeff. My answer did not win, but <laughs> probably reasons for that. Who's who's Clint answer one? picked uh, Haxton? I mean, that would be a curious, oh. curious person to step I've, into that I've, shoes I've, for a day. We've heard the Haxton stories that are in the rants on air. Right. I don't, I don't know that I want any piece of that. Yeah, I don't either. Yeah. I yeah. don't know either. I mean, getting to live at the Woodman Estates. For a day would be cool mm-hmm. you know having the there's, butler around would be there's cool. just a lot going on there there is yeah <laughs> nobody even i'm not uh, looking to be back in that age group of children anymore you know, yeah nobody even thought about stepping into yours or my shoes did they um i, I don't think we even we were even mentioned nobody uh even. christian who didn't count mm-hmm. later said he would pick me just so he could give himself a raise. <laughs> it's adorable he thinks that's how that works. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love it when you say things like that. You Somebody will say something to uh, Jeff and he'll say, you're adorable. That's that's his, that's his way of saying, you've got to be kidding me. Uh, Bra- uh, Braden's getting married this weekend. Chuck, any advice? Sweet. Uh, Congrats, Braden. Have fun. I would tell you, have fun. Have fun this weekend and enjoy it. Yes, and, dear. Yes, dear. And just remember this. Whatever is yours becomes hers, and whatever is hers is hers. Just remember that. Okay. Okay. What? <laughs> Besides the money, what was yours that became hers? Uh, and what was hers that you didn't get to, to get any of? Uh, it's just what I heard. Uh, okay, it's so just, just, just what I was told. My yeah. my uh, my father in law at our uh, at our wedding uh, reception 
looked at me and said, you know, gave me, told me what, whatever ever I needed, he would be there, there to help, and he would give you the shirt off his back. And then, and then he said to me, "Good luck. She's all yours." <laughs> About, about two weeks later, I'm like, oh, I get it now. <laughs> Gosh. But uh, no, it was it was great. Yeah. Um, I, my advice would be don't worry about who's not there. It doesn't oh, matter. Oh, absolutely. It absolutely. does not matter. Yeah, you just, won't miss them one tiny bit. Yeah, ha- have have fun and hopefully yeah. you have a good... Uh, Hopefully you have a good life. Ultimately, together. it doesn't really matter that much who is there. Yeah, best of luck to you. But it surely doesn't matter who's not there. Uh, Brian says this, I'm expecting to not have to wake up with an alarm this weekend. Oh, I got you there. Uh, Raider 316 with a score prediction early on this morning. Texas Tech 30, Purple Kitties 26. I love that. Oh. King Craig's on the other side of life. He's going to a celebration of life at Stumpy's in Arlington. What exactly is a celebration of life? Is it like a birthday party? Sounds to me like a wake, actually. Sounds to me like somebody has passed and they're celebrating his or her life at Stumpy's. Probably hoisting a stein to them. Okay. That's what it sounds like, like to Pouring me. one out for them? Basically, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's the celebrating their life instead of crying in a church. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 621 this morning here. It's a good idea. I like that. Yeah, celebration of life. Yeah. Sometimes you have to... You have to celebrate what you've had and uh, and be be glad be glad for that. Uh, we'll have uh, K State and uh, Texas Tech on the air for you tomorrow. It uh, kickoff is at eleven. Let me give you another number. The six fourth down conversions for the Red Raiders against Texas is the most for Texas Tech in a game going back to two thousand. It marked the highest count of fourth down conversions in the FBS this year. Six of eight. Uh, was only the fourth highest? Is that what you said? Or did you say most? said it marked the highest count of fourth down conversions okay. of, in the FBS this I'm sorry. year. I misheard you. Yeah, that's okay. It, and it's the most for Texas Tech going back to 2000. Okay. <clears throat> so in game in 2000, we had more than six? Or did we have six? I, I, I don't. That's a lot of fourth that's a, downs. That's a lot. I think the record stat stopped looking after 2000. Okay. Goodness, that's uh, that's a that's a big one uh, for Texas Tech. This is the first time the Red Raiders have started a season with its, with four of its first five games against top twenty five teams. It is a tough schedule. Tech has not faced four consecutive ranked opponents since twenty twelve when they went two and three over a five game stretch. So you have a chance to be better than that. Okay, I guess you will be better than that. Well, you have a chance to be better than that. You have a chance to be better than that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for one last thing. Only three Texas Tech head coaches have defeated multiple top 25 teams in their debut season. Uh, the first to do it was J.T. King back in 1961. The next was Cliff Kingsbury in 2013, and now this year with Joey McGuire. Uh, that speaks to a couple of things. One, strength of schedule, and two, just how hard it is to do. <laughs> right? Yeah, sure. How hard, and, it is, how hard it is to do. And... and strength speaks to how well this team's played at times mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Ty- even though it feels like you didn't play great in that game against Houston your defense definitely did defense definitely did yeah <laughs> made yeah. plays when you needed mm-hmm. to uh, Tyree Wilson was at uh, Red Raider football with Joey McGuire last night my goodness he is a large person looks like a big dude yeah and his uh, his coach uh, was on as well CJ IU who played at Oklahoma and played in the NFL. Uh, and he, he said, basically, he is just getting started. Uh, and he says that he is still getting comfortable with the season. Um, he, he talked about his defense as well, uh, saying that uh, the, the defense is also just getting comfortable with what kind of what they're doing. And I guess by that he means that they still have there's still room for them to improve and get better and that they will get better as they get more comfortable with the defense and playing together and playing with each other so the defense is not uh, topped out by by any stretch of the imagination um he did talk also about um the uh the defense is now he's and, and just college football in general he said the tempo is faster he said there's guys like Tyree all over the place. The, the uh, athlete today is bigger, faster, stronger, 
And uh, he said, a lot more defense is being played. And then jokingly, he said, <clears throat> coaches are getting smarter too. He's a defensive coach. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, it's probably true. Probably true. And then he said this, great athletes like Tyree make his job easier. Um, and basically, they're, they're just trying to put the guys in position to get their full potential. And uh, Tyree is just getting started with his career. So uh, I think there's uh, a lot. You can just see when you just look at him, you're like, without even pads on, he's, he's a very impressive uh, looking athlete. Just standing there in t-shirt and shorts. <laughs> the eyeball test, Jamie, mm-hmm. it's just crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. You're listening to the Morning Drive Podcast from Lubbock Sports Station, Double T 97.3, recapping the night that was in the world of sports. A little bit later on tonight, uh, we'll have uh, the Astros and the Diamondbacks. That'll be at 8. And then the Rangers playing at Seattle uh, tonight. And also bringing some humor to your day. Was it pretty big? Yeah. I mean, Impressive? Yeah. Was it fascinating? It was. I thought it was fascinating. It kind of smelled, but I mean. <laughs> Hear the show live weekday mornings at 6 on Double T 97.3 or on the Double T 97.3 mobile app. Uh, today is the 30th day of September, last day of the month. So if you've got getting to do, you better get to doing it. Here is uh, Jeff McGuire with a review of this day in sports history. Yeah, just make sure you're doing the speed limit, though, because, you know, they're always out there on the end of the month. Even though I didn't see any extra cops on my way to work this I morning. did not either, but you're exactly right. I thought... No, I'm completely making a joke of this, Chuck. They aren't out more at the end of the month than they are at the beginning of the month. Oh, they're believe- out there all the time. Okay. They're all the time. Okay. They're, they're constantly looking for you. Okay. They just haven't found you yet. <laughs> 1904. White Sox lefty Doc White pitches his fifth shutout in 18 days. Hmm. 1927, Yankee slugger Babe Ruth smacks the Major League Baseball record 60th home run off Tom Zachary in the eighth inning of the New York's 4-2 win over the Washington Senators at Yankee Stadium. You know, the 27 Yankees are always mentioned in the same breath as the 85 Bears, right? Wouldn't it be cool? Apparently they were pretty good. <laughs> yes, wouldn't it be cool if uh, Aaron Judge got 62 today on the day that uh, Ruth back in uh, 27 got number 60? I'd be a fan of that. Yeah. 1945, Detroit's future Baseball Hall of Fame first baseman Hank Greenberg smacks an AL pennant-winning Grand Slam on the final day of the season as the Tigers beat the St. Louis Browns 6-3. 1965, L.A. Dodger Don Drysdale wins his 13th straight game. Seven of those were shutouts. Hmm. 1972, Pittsburgh right fielder Roberto Clemente doubles off Mets' John Matlack to become the 11th Major League Baseball player to record 3,000 hits as the Pirates beat the Mets 5 to nothing. That would be his last... You don't have to say why. It's just his 3,000 hit. We are celebrating the hit today. We don't need to talk about why that was his last hit. I just said that was just going to say that was his last Very hit. sad. Last day of the season. <laughs> this is last... That was his last hit. That's in a few days. I don't have to think about that yet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Man, he was a little touchy on that, wasn't he? Just saying we can be positive about the 3,000 hit before we talk about the thing next. 1980. <laughs> okay. It's a Friday. Positive vibes. Oakland uh, outfielder Ricky Henderson sets an AL stolen base record with 97 as the A's win 5-1 to over the White Sox. He breaks Ty Cobb's mark of 96, mm. set in 1915. 1984, California Angel Mike Witt pitches a perfect game over the Texas Rangers, one to nothing. What year? 1984. Witt with, uh, I think it was W-I-T-T. But Correct. was. Yeah. Witt is the man that the Yankees traded for mm. when they traded Winfield away mm. to the Angels. Sorry, Jamie. So... He will forever be the devil to me. <laughs> the devil. The okay. devil. I got you. Got you. 1988. Soviet Union beats Yugoslavia 76-63 to to win the men's basketball gold medal at the Seoul Olympics. Hmm. The U.S. would finish third 
It would also be the last time they field non-NBA team. And just so you know, he was terrible for the Yankees, too. So that made it even better. Mike Witt, yeah. 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 And in 1990, how it works, you know, you get the uh, owner of the franchise, you know, in trouble Mm -hmm. and they trade you away. Right. And in 1997, New York Yankees, Tim Raines, Derek Jeter and Paul Paul O'Neill are the first to hit three consecutive home runs in the postseason as the Yankees beat Cleveland eight to six. Okay. Kind of two. uh Two guys they're not necessarily expected at home run with Tim Raines and Derek Jeter going back to back to back. Yeah. O'Neill kind of makes sense there with what he was sure. doing with them at the time, but definitely not known as power hitters either one mm-hmm. of them. Mm-mm. It is Nashner 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 National Mulled Cider Day. Okay, I don't know what. I'm not even sure. Sounds either. terrible. Man, yeah. I'm not. I mean, I'm not going to say no. Do you like apple cider? Yes. You said mold? M-U-L-L-E-D. Oh. Mold. And I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means. Well, I don't know. It doesn't sound as terrible. I know what muddled is, but I don't know mold. Very weird. Uh, T-Pain, 38 today. Fran Drescher is 65. And Barry Williams is 68. And at 5.45 p.m. tonight. Hmm. In 1955. Central time, Eastern time. Uh, this would have been on... Uh, <laughs> I just want to know. Pacific. I mean, like, this would have been Pacific. 540 uh, on the Pacific. <laughs> Actor James Dean is killed in California when the Porsche he was driving hits a Ford two-door sedan at an, at the intersect, at an, at an intersection. The driver of the car, 23-year-old California Polytechnic State University student Donald Terpspid, was dazed, but most mostly uninjured. Dean's passenger, German porch mechanic Rolf Rutrich, was badly injured, but survived. Only one of Dean's movie, East of Eden, had been released at this time, and his de- uh, of his death, Rubble Without a Cause and Giant opened shortly afterwards. But he was already on his way to stardom, and you could make the argument that the crash made him a legend. Mm. And that is this day in sports history. All right, this day in sports history. Thank you. So suddenly everybody wanted to see his movies more because... He was dead. And he gone. <laughs> uh, Rebel Without a Cause really fit into that car accident mm. as well, like with the, the attitude and the persona that James Dean had, and we never had to watch him get old. That's one of those things that you don't factor in on athletes that have a major injury early that you're like, wow, this guy was so great, and then he was just gone because of the injury. Mm-hmm. They don't ever fade away, so they don't ever lose that luster. When did he When did he invent the sausage biscuit? That was Jimmy Dean. That was Jimmy Dean. Oh, James down the and Jimmy, the same name. <laughs> well, j- different was, people. Uh, different people. Yeah, different it, people. Very different okay. people. All right. You know, it, it is, uh, and Jimmy Dean was uh, from Plainview. Okay. And they got a museum up there. All right. What's amazing to me is... Um, do you get a free sausage biscuit when you go? Mm, I don't, I don't, if they do, can we take a road trip? I don't, I don't, <laughs> more I, likely to go if they, you do. I don't think they do. That's a good idea. It'd probably inspire more people to go. I, I just find it fascinating that, I mean, he's been dead for quite some time, yet his voice is still on the commercials. And Jimmy Dean, was he was quite the, uh, quite the entertainer. Was he? Yeah, yeah, he's quite the entertainer. Okay, um... Robert writes in this with regard to Ricky Henderson. The, uh, and this is, I think this is a true story about his uh, signing his bonus check one year later for a million dollars that caused a discrepancy in the team's bank account reconciliation. They called to ask him what happened to it. It was framed on his wall. <laughs> That's pretty cool. <laughs> That's uh, Ricky being Ricky, right? That's pretty cool. Ricky being Ricky. 653. I saw this. Yesterday, this headline, and it just and, and this this has happened to another team here recently too. That was placed on probation for recruiting violations during COVID dead periods. Air Force, Air Force has been put on probation for two years, and issued other penalties for recruiting violations committed during COVID dead periods. 
Apparently, the Air Force Academy and four individuals involved in the alleged violations reached an agreement with enforcement staff about penalties. Um, that just seems ludicrous to me that um, we're, we're worried about you know this during COVID. And let's be honest, there's plenty of teams out there, especially on the basketball side, in this conference, and namely Kansas, that has had all kinds of things point to them for paying players before you could pay players and yet haven't been punished. And yet Air Force, why is Air Force even worried about, usually people are recruiting Air Force to get into Air Force as opposed to Air Force recruiting them. You know, it just seems, Mm -hmm. it just seems like of all the things to worry about, you know, in terms of if you're going to punish somebody or punish teams, punishing somebody for a COVID dead period, well, probably against the rules, would seem to me to be down the list of things that you could punish a team for when you've got others that haven't been resolved yet. Yeah, I, I don't. The NCAA is an interesting organization. Yes, yes. <laughs> interesting uh, to say the least, right? Anyway, I just, I just thought that was different. Uh, it's definitely different. Yeah, uh, Jimmy Dean. He had the song, and somebody reminds us on this, Big John. Big John. Remember that one? That was Jimmy Dean. It was John McMillan's uh, walkout song. Okay, nice. Very after nice. his grandfather passed, because he called him Big John. Big John. Okay, that's yeah. very cool. Getting your sports day started the right way. This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3, breaking down the biggest games. If Texas Tech does not win the Big 12 football conference, who are you rooting for? for to win the conference if Tech does not win it this year. Well, busting some chops along the way. I hold back on sending you stuff. I mean, I'm very, very, very judicious. We spend three hours a day, five right? days a week together. Why yeah. do, Why would yeah. we need to communicate during the weekends? <laughs> right. Save we it for the show. We, are. We, say, we do. We save it for the show. Tune into the Morning Drive live weekdays from 6 to 9 on Lubbock Sports Station. Double T 97.3. Yates Point Center chat line is open. Go to the Double T973 mobile app. It's presented by Happy State Bank. Um, this will come as no surprise to you, Jamie. Uh, Coach McGuire said he liked the 11 a.m. games on the road. He said, wake up at 7, kick at 11. <laughs> so, you know. It's good. Uh, so he likes that. He feels like that Kansas State is best in the conference at special teams. Um, he said they have a really good returner from Mansfield Timber Ridge. So you got to watch out for him. I think that guy's also a receiver for him. He's fast. Um, and then he, he talked a little bit about Deuce Vaughn, uh, that he's got you know basically great hands, vision, coach's kid. Uh, and it's funny because he was talking about, you know, sometimes people are described as being little and short. And he, he talked about little is little like small hands, your bones are smaller, you know, you're just your body type. And then he goes, and then there's short. And all that short is is that you're just short. And basically that, you know, Deuce Vaughn is is strong, but he's, he's short. But it's not, uh, he's not little. He's hard to bring down. He's elusive, you know. Um, he's shifty, all those, all those kinds of things. He did give us a magic number for Texas Tech. Uh, with regard to running the football. He said they got to run the football. Last week, Texas Tech, for a net yardage, ran for 148 yards. Sir Roderick Thompson, 17 times for 70. Donovan Smith, 15 times for 42. And Taj Brooks, 12 for 36. All totaled 44 totes. 44 of your 100 plays were on the ground for 148 yards and two touchdowns. The longest was only 19 yards by Sir Roderick. But he said the magic number for Texas Tech is 150 yards. Okay. Okay. That's that's a that's a good size number, and I think if you're doing that, boy, you would feel like your offensive line is performing well, mm-hmm. and you would feel like that's taking a lot of pressure off of your young quarterback in the passing game. He 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 just said too, in regards to that, he said you're going to win a lot of games in this offense with 150 yards. Do you have your notes on a paper bag? I do. <laughs> I do. It's I'm very resourceful. Well, I 
I got out of my car. I had my notepad. Very resourceful. I had my notepad with me. It was in my car. I got out of my car. And I was walking across with the parking lot. I got most of the way across, and I realized I didn't have it. And it was about five minutes or two or so before the show began, and I didn't want to miss the beginning of it. I get it, man. That's... And so I asked the lady as when I walked in. I said, "I said, can I borrow a piece of paper?" And she, she printed out a she printed out a blank receipt. And I said, "I'm going to need something a little bit more than that." And then she said, how about this? And she handed me a paper sack. It's good. <laughs> so you Find a way to get the job done one try, way or the other. That's me, man. I'm, a, I'm resourceful. I just, I just work, on, just work on, on getting it done. Just work on getting it done. Did you thank the nice lady for giving you the yes, paper bag? Okay. absolutely. I was very thankful. Um, I was very appreciative as well for that. Okay. Did you go front and back on the? Well, I had to kind of. I had to. I took so many notes that I I tore the sack apart, so that I could write on the on the inside of the sack and on the on the back side of the sack. It's good. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, studious yeah. note taker. <laughs> well, I am. I'm. I'm. I'm pretty. I'm, I like to take. I like. To no, take no. Notes. I, I. I like to take notes. So well, that yeah, I'm, we know you like to take notes. That that's that's solid and going both sides of it is is really cool and. <laughs> Um, I've seen you take notes at a press conference before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyways, a little surprised that there's that many notes for a coach's show, though. Again, I've been to, I've been to almost all of these uh-huh. since, since we started doing this in 2007. I mean, I would tell you I've missed maybe a handful. Uh, the COVID year, I didn't go to any because it was sequestered and off limits to everybody, which was understandable because they were trying to keep the coach from getting COVID. Um, anyway, but I've gone to a lot of these, so I always get something out of it. Mike says this, dang, Jamie, you just noticed that. <laughs> it was on the other side. It was on the other side. I'm on the other side. It was, yeah. it's not, I'm not keeping it hidden from Jamie. Somebody says, tore the sack apart. Ouch. No, there was, there was no, there's no ouch to it. Uh, somebody's called me MacGyver. That's a compliment right there. It is. That's a that's a high compliment. MacGyver could make anything out of anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One of the things uh, that Coach McGuire also talked about is uh, he talked about the LED lights that they turn off after touchdowns at uh, North Carolina State. He thought that was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I, they may be working on that here. So if you have those kind of lights, you can turn them on and off like a like a light switch. Yeah, yeah, you know, not not that stadium. big of a factor unless it's a night game, obviously. Though, right, <laughs> right, day, day game, it wouldn't be that much of a factor. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't be that much. He's and also- if that if that brings back mm-hmm. one of my all time favorite band performances, oh. I'm in. Oh, the uh, the the Star Wars when they kill the lights okay. during halftime and they've mm-hmm. got the glow sticks on the hats and oh yeah, because uh, that's just cool. Yeah, and I don't think I've ever seen any other band do it other than Tech. They could bring that back, and I would be okay with it today. The glow sticks? No, the the when they shut the lights off at halftime, mm-hmm. it, the, it used to be you could only do it when the other team didn't bring their band. Because Tech would go first, and then you'd have the whole second performance time right. for the lights to warm back up. But they'd crack the, the glow sticks on their hat that they'd have mm-hmm. uh, on their hats, and you would see the glow sticks marching around. You wouldn't see the band at all because it was that dark. Right. Right, Jamie should. Yeah, they used to do it back in. Yeah, the I remember that early night, early to mid nineties. Yeah, when they had to I, quit when they put the new lights in. I remember. When I think of glow sticks and and bands, this is what I think of. Uh, way way back in the day, our uh, number darling daughter number one uh, was in the uh, Coronado band, and they went to Disney World, and the lucky lady and I were chaperones, and they had their glow sticks. So then, when they watched when they marched down Main Street, that their glow sticks would glow. Well, some of the some of the boys in the band one room thought it would be fun to crack their glow sticks and write on the walls and then turn the lights off to see what it looked like. Okay? Just high school boys being high school boys. Geniuses. Unfortunately for them, <clears throat> unfortunately for them, upon checking out it was discovered and the last day of Disney World they were they spent their time washing the wall of their hotel room. Unfortunately for them. Okay. Let's see here. Uh, we get this. 
Uh, with your gift of gab, it probably would have been faster to walk back to the car and get your pad, but I applaud your resourcefulness. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Syntax Hank says this. Uh, once again, Chuck is left holding the bag. <laughs> uh, PJ says this. Uh, just as a DYI, Chuck, you can rewatch the coaches' show on YouTube so you can comfortably take notes in your own home. I prefer, I'm better. I'm better in class, and I'm better as the closer to the front of the class as, is good for me because uh, I, I do a better job of paying attention. I don't really care to go back and, and... The only thing I like to look back at on YouTube is just like little highlights of stuff. Short snippets. I I'm get that. I'm probably not good for the... Uh, I'm probably not good for that, you know, for long-term stuff like that. Uh, somebody says Batman was an awesome night show too, Jeff. Oh yeah, yeah. The, there were four or five of them that they would do that they'd rotate through that were with the glow sticks on top, and every one of them was awesome. Uh, somebody said, "Did you get to ask your question to Coach McGuire last night?" Uh, Young Phenom was not there, uh, so I I don't ask questions at that show. I get plenty of times, plenty of opportunities to ask questions. That's for the that's for others. He doesn't need any peskiness from me. Oh, man. That's what the people are there for. <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. But I do have a question that I'm holding back for him. Okay. I've got one. I've, I've got another one that I'm holding back for. The the one that I asked him the other day about, you know, do you when you watch the game, do you see your... That didn't really turn out like I wanted it to. I was a little disappointed in that response. I think he meant. I think he took your question as asking if he rewatches his game. Yeah, he just took it wrong. As opposed to like when you're watching an NFL game, right? Um, but I, I don't know that your question because you worded the question right. Yeah, uh, could you have worded it better? Maybe probably. Like maybe include yeah, the probably. word like specifically talking about other yeah. games and not. Point I just him wanted him to tell me that when he's sitting there in his lazy boy, he's like coaching the game. Like that and going, oh, you know, I see how that clock goes tick tock, tick tock, tick tock, tick tock in your head. And kind of that he practices coaching while he's. You in just his wanted to room. find out that he sits in a lazy boy, though, is really what Whatever. you wanted to find yeah. out. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway, I, it, you know, sometimes those things don't pan out the way you want them to. I, think, I don't think you have to be a coach to do that. I'm constantly wondering, yeah. you know, in those situations, I'd kick it here, I'd go for it here, yeah. I'd blitz here. I just wondered and if I'm he, not a coach. I just wondered if he practiced that, you know, if that was like how he worked on his craft. Your morning blend of sports. K-State is uh, coming off a big win over Oklahoma. Of course, the Red Raiders off their 37-34 overtime win over number 22, Texas. And humor. Sure to tell them that. You, you suggested that. <laughs> and, of course, they got a big laugh. This is the Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3. Catch the show live weekdays from 6 to 9 on Double T 97.3 FM or on the Double T 97.3 mobile app. Jamie's question of the day on Double T 97.3 is presented by Bizarre Solutions. Call them today for a free cybersecurity audit. Uh, Before your question of the day, somebody has a question for you today. They want to know if you got your more back running. I gave the old college try yesterday for a little while, but didn't have a lot of time, and it didn't didn't kick on yesterday. So, got some mm. more more things I want to try this weekend, and and we'll give it a go again. How long will it take you before you give up the ghost and throw it in the dumpster? I don't know if I feel like I'm making progress with something. I'll I'll keep trying. No, I understand. I understand. Yeah. I'm, I'm. I feel like there's you know narrowing narrowing down mm. the problem areas and. Okay feel confident that what I'm doing is going to help. But, I mean, sometimes you just have to accept. I mean, mowers don't last forever. Yeah, right. Well, right. right. So, right. You, you can, I can accept that, but I'm going to give it a try first. Okay. Flags fly forever, but mowers don't last forever. Okay. That's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> I figured that. Your questions. And even flags have to get replaced from yeah, time to time. right. Did you play the liner? Yes, yes he did. you did. Okay, yeah. all right. Okay, sorry. It's all right. I, all right, I, I, I sidetracked. I mean, I can you. play it again. Yeah, I sidetracked. Yeah. My question for you guys today mm-hmm. is involving tomorrow's football game. Yeah. What's more important, being able to stop or slow down the run, or being able 
to run the football? Oh, man. Good question. Coach McGuire told us last night on Red River Football with Joey McGuire on Double T 97.3 that if they could run the ball for 150 yards or more, that they would win a lot of games in this offense. Okay? So I'm going to tell you, despite that, Jamie, despite that, I think stopping K-State's run tomorrow, whether it's Deuce Vaughn or Adrian Martinez, is more important than you running for 150 yards. So I think what the defense does tomorrow against the run is a number one important, in my mind. Okay. I like Chuck's answer, but I'm going to be a little more specific with it. Stopping Martinez's run. Deuce is going to get some yardage. He's too good of a back not to. But if you can limit those back-breaking quarterback run plays, when you've got guys covered up back and you're just waiting for your defensive ends and nose guards and everybody to to get to the quarterback, and then he breaks loose on the third and ten and gets the first down, if you can stop that, that is where I would say stopping the run. If you hold him to a much more manageable number than what Oklahoma was able to do. Uh, I'll take that all day long and win. Yeah, I think I'm with you guys, and I think um, on the defensive side of the ball with this, I think you've you've got to find a way to not let their offense be multifaceted, and you got to be good on first and second down and get them into a – passing situation where you force Martinez to be more of a passer um, but that doesn't mean on third and seven he can't tuck and run for yeah. a first down either but if you can keep him in the pocket and you can slow down their run game and say alright Adrian Martinez let's see you beat us with a with your arm I think you've got a chance now I mean I do think it's really important to take pressure off of Donovan Smith in the passing game being able to run the football but I still think you're talented enough to on offense to find a way. But if um, if if Deuce is running for 140 or 150 and Martinez is dropping in another 50 or 60, I just don't see you winning this game. All right, so I had looked this up after you asked this question and after all of us gave our responses. So far this year, the K-State rushing game is 248 yards per game on average, okay? The opponent is averaging 151 yards per ball game. So therein lies the answer to the question that even if you get 151 yards, if you're giving up 250, it's probably not a good day for you. No, but you've also still... 250? Yeah, that's what they average per game. Yeah, if you're if you're giving up two fifty, you're probably probably not uh, probably not winning that game. Yeah, I, I would probably agree. not. Defen- I would agree with that. Defensively, is this a game where you assign a spy to Martinez? That their whole goal is to make sure my t- Martinez doesn't cross the line of scrimmage. I think I do. I don't know who that would necessarily be specifically. I don't want it to be. Tyree, and uh, he needs to keep doing what he's doing. But you have to watch out for him because Adrian Martinez is so far this year has rushed the ball 60 times. His net yardage is 298, okay? Deuce Vaughn, he's uh, rushed the ball 87 times. His net yardage is 468. So those are the top two guys. The, the next closest rusher is DJ Giddens. He's rushed the ball 19 times for 145 yards. Uh, Martinez, passing-wise, he's 62 of 100 for 538 with two touchdowns. His longest has been for 28 yards. So, so really is that a yes or a no on a, assigning a spy? No. You're not assigning a spy? Well, 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 I guess the reason... the reason, I'm, Yes, yes, but I was, I was going to tell you, it's like, you just need to assign somebody, whether it's a spy or not. I mean, I mean you just know that he's going to run the football, so... Yeah. I mean, you got to be, you got to watch out for him. So whether that's a, a spy or whatever kind of terminology you want to use, you just have to be aware of the fact that he's going to run the ball the second most number of times. Yeah, and in in the run game and also in the passing game, he's going to run the football mm-hmm. and he's going to drop back and he's going to get 
pressure it out of the pocket and he's going to run it there. Yeah, I, I, I just think the key in this game is to keep him in the pocket. And, it, I mean, your two edge rushers have to do a really good job of setting that edge and pushing things to the inside. Then you don't really need spies. You just need people to be in the positions that they're supposed to be in. So, given what you said there, having a guy like Tyree Wilson becomes uh, exponentially important. If, if they double up on him or they, you know, try to do something against him, then that's going to leave somebody else that potentially could have the opportunity to do that job, too. Every single game. Yeah. Every single game. I mean, I, I just think that your lane discipline is really important here. I mean, if you're on the edge and you're Tyree Wilson or whoever you are, uh, unless you've got somebody that's bouncing back outside, you can't be using a swim move and uh, going up the middle because then that full right side or left side is wide open and he just takes off there and runs for days and days. Yeah. Unless you've got somebody that's swimming back the other direction to, mm-hmm. to cover his lane. Can't do that. Yeah. All right. So you, uh, you're in on that. Uh, the defense is more important stopping the run than the offense getting the run. Yeah. I, th- I think you can still win without your run game, you know, being up to par. Okay. All right. So that's uh, that's a look at uh, that's a look at that. Uh, third down again is going to be a big key. Uh, K State's done a pretty good job on third down for their opponents. Opponents are fifteen of fifty-seven. Uh, K State so far this year is nineteen of fifty-nine. On fourth down, they're six out of twelve. Their opponents are three out of eight. You know, man, you sure hate pressing your luck on you know eight fourth down attempts like you had last week against Texas. I think we are all in agreement that if you don't convert those six or some of those eight, you don't win the football game. Um, but man, you sure that's a roll of the dice that becomes. Uh, yeah, you also don't pretty win, big roll. You also don't win the football game if your defense doesn't stand up big time after you don't get the two. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, Seven thirty-nine this morning here on the morning drive. Uh, K-State's gotten out to early leads. I don't have the breakdown on K- on uh, Tulane. I will here in just a second. I'll, I'll look that up. Uh, they've outscored their opponents 41-17 to in the first quarter and 40-10 to in the second. So second half, probably in their wins, they haven't needed as many points. But they've only outscored their opponents 28-27 in the fourth quarter and 16-9 to in the third. But you can't let them get out to a, a huge start. Mm-hmm. You can't let them get out to a big a big lead. I'm not saying you can't come back from it. it. Just makes it harder, especially on the road. Sure. And a full house behind them. You're tuned into the Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3, recapping the night that was in the world of sports. That's not to say that they don't respect the run game that you have, but you're talking about one quarterback leading the, the conference in passing so far this year. And remember, he didn't start the first game. Right. still play a lot though and also bringing some humor to your day I, I just don't want to disappoint you I just as much as I disappoint you I don't want to disappoint you in some things that you expect from me hear the show live weekday mornings at 6 on Double T 97.3 or on the Double T 97.3 mobile app I'm with Jamie Lint and Jeff McGuire I'm Chuck Hines we come to you from the First United Bank Double T 97.3 studio Yates Morning Center chat line is open Benchmark hotline is open last day of the month have you had a good month yeah, I think so. Okay. I mean, team football team's three and one. So Football team's three and one. Mm-hmm. I mean, kids back in school, got routine for the fall, maybe established for everybody. Uh, a little briskness in the air today on the way to work. So, you know, kind of feel like everybody's kind of moving. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it feels, feels different than where we were 30 days ago, right? Yeah, it definitely feels different. <laughs> okay, so, yeah. so I mean, you, and like you said, the football team's playing well. Mm-hmm. If I'd have said to you on September one that on September thirtieth you were going to be three and one and playing at K State, and that they were three and one, who would you have been more surprised at, the K State three and one or the Texas Tech three and one? The Texas Tech. Yeah, me too. I wouldn't have been surprised at all with K-State because mm-hmm. you would have thought they would have won all, all of the games that they won except Oklahoma. Right. And you would expect that they would have lost just one game 
but it would have been Oklahoma and not Tulane. Not so Tulane, you probably right. would have, I think, probably 90% of people would have picked them to be 3-1 and one coming into this game. Right. And do you do you think that the how the team, how Tech has played, do you think how they have played in all four of their games and the style of play, do you think it has been better than what you thought? Defense has definitely been better than what I thought. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought they would be solid, but I think they're better than solid. Offensively, it's been up and down. So I don't, I don't know that I would say. Meh. I know I had big question marks about the offensive line, but I probably would say that I would have expected more consistency from the offense. Yeah. Than what we've seen, just because I was pretty confident and again all three of those quarterbacks that no matter who was in there that was going to be good but I mean there's been some stinkers for your offense mm-hmm. I sure did love to see them bounce back the way they did last week so hopefully that's you know the trend moving forward that they've made some adjustments and they've learned some things and uh, it's going to make them a better team in the long run have you been and and this is this is a very subjective question but just when you the games that you've either been to or watched or been or just kind of observed, have you been um, pleased with the organizational aspect of kind of how the football team appears to be built and handling themselves and and doing things? Or can or does it does one coach di- different for you from the others? I mean, you feel like they've all been pretty organized. I don't know that I've felt any of them have been unorganized. Okay, okay, I In, think that's that's. I don't really pay attention to that stuff. Okay. I just didn't know if you had a, if you had a, because okay. I'll, I'll just say this. I mean, for, I'll say this: the guy that wins, uh, he appears organized. <laughs> okay, that's fair. The guy that loses, I don't like his organization skills. You can have the you can have the most organized business in the world, but if mm-hmm. it doesn't sell what it's supposed to sell, then it's mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. So that's 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 fair. Yeah. Uh, Derek says this: it's been a great month. Fall is coming finally. My second son was born September thirteenth. He's still in Naiku but is doing well and better every day. Well, I hope he gets out soon. And, well, uh, yeah. And, but it, uh, I'm glad that he's doing well and doing better every day. Thank you for sharing. Tech is 3-1, and one, including beating UT. It was a great September. There you go. It's mm-hmm. a great September. Great September. And good luck to your son, and Absolutely. congratulations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, did you name him after Jamie? Or morning <laughs> why, drive? why would he do that? <laughs> one of the Jeffs? I feel like anybody that's named Jeff Depending on how it's spelled, the other Jeff is going to, one of the Jeffs is going to take credit for that. Nobody names their kid Chuck anymore. There's a plenty of James and Jamies and Jims and whatnot, but nobody, nobody names their kid Chuck anymore. No. No. Not a lot of them. Not a lot of them. You don't see any Chucks. Yeah. yeah. We're kind of special, special <laughs> kind of world. You know, the other day this You're definitely special. The other day this commercial special came on. Special to us. The other day this commercial came on and daughter number one, son in law, lucky lady were all there and and we were talking about this music. I said, Oh yeah, I said every time somebody kinda goes on a sad rant or something, this music comes on and they were all surprised to learn that. And they thought it was absolutely hilarious. And uh, I guess it is in its own special little way, but the uh, the elephant mu- music made them chuckle. <laughs> elephant music wasn't this uh, the elephants and dogs? And, no, this is dogs and yeah, cats. Dogs and cats. Okay, I think they there's no elephants. Elephants in this as well. <laughs> Maybe there's a different one with elephants. I don't know that I've ever seen this elephant one that you've mentioned okay. a few but times. Have those two with the- Jeff, have you seen the elephant save the elephants commercial? Yeah. I think I have. It kind of sounds vaguely familiar. Yeah. Yeah. They're talking about there's only so many of them left and they're being hunted for their tusks. It sounds vaguely familiar. Yeah. 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 Uh, Timothy is uh, Derek's second son name. Okay. Timothy. Uh, Timothy. That's a, that's a good solid name. Close to Jamothy. <laughs> Jamothy. <laughs> Uh, this 28-day Naiku dad here. September was amazing and wrapped it up with donuts with her just now. Okay, well, that's nice. That's very nice. I think I'm, there was a little bit of confusion on the end of that sentence, but I think What's I got that. What's the NY stand for? I get the ICU. Is there an ICU at the end? I'm not looking at the chat line. Yeah, Naiku. 
NICU is the, it's N-I-C-U. It's the natal intensive care unit. Natal intensive care. Mm, okay. very, very good, Jeff. Yeah. Very good. Um, is it neonatal? Neonatal. Neonatal, neonatal intensive yeah, care unit. Yeah, it's still. It's premature kids. Yeah. No. But they do great work uh, in those uh, NICU units um, for those young, uh, young babies. I think, All right. I think that's where I, I was. Was that right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had all sorts of issues. This shouldn't surprise you. Let's <laughs> <laughs> continue on. That's right. Just, just continues, continues yeah. on. Um, they put me in a special unit away from everybody else, and you've seen now, Chuck, that I'm like. <laughs> you said first donuts with dad. Whoops. Okay. There you go. Yeah. Okay. And you've all seen right. that's been a continued trend for me. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> oh goodness. Goodness, goodness, goodness. All right, uh, college football tomorrow. Obviously, the Tech-Kansas State game will have your main focus. Is there any other game that you're like, okay, anxious to either keep track of or watch or that you're curious about? Let me give you some ones that potentially could be on your list. Number nine, Oklahoma State at number 16, Baylor. 100%. Um, yep. I, I, I think Oklahoma State's the best team in the conference, and so uh, that's kind of a show-me game. Okay. Uh, are you curious at all about uh, Oklahoma? Kansas and Iowa State? Kansas and very, Iowa. very curious with that one. Yeah. yeah, maybe maybe the second most curious I am. Okay, uh, any interest in Oklahoma and TCU? You curious about the I Oklahoma mean, bounce back or? I'm not curious about that. I just want to see yeah. TCU get thumped. Oh, this sad. You can't even get your own family to listen to your show, Chuck. Guess they hear your voice enough in person. Uh, probably my, so. My family doesn't listen either. No, they do for the most part. I mean, they I don't talk- even have a family. To listen. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they, they have like a job and they're in school. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Lucky ladies. Uh, I guess technically, though, they're not in school or at their job. I mean, in the mornings, they could listen to us. Yeah, hey, young phenom wakes up to us, and he's just thrilled to do that. Yeah, I. They don't need to listen to us. I just go home and at the dinner table, I tell them all the funny Chuck stories. <laughs> they just shake their head, don't they? They laugh. Tell us another one, Dad. <laughs> tell us another one. Tell us another one. I'm just glad that I can provide entertainment for the Lins. You've been listening to the Morning Drive podcast from Double T ninety seven three. For more from Lubbock Sports Station, go to double t nine seven three dot com.